Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Not this afternoon. It is the Professor and Barney uh, in the chairs for your summer solstice eve. We're having a wonderful time uh, celebrating. Um, Gibbo's just popped a bottle of um, Verve. He's very good like mm. that. Um, we're having a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, that first hour, magical for hour of radio, wasn't it, Barney? Best hour you've ever heard? Ah, that'll be in the annals of radio history, I'd imagine, at some point. If you missed it and you want to go back and listen to that magical hour, you can check out the Run Home with Joel and Fletch podcast. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or where all good podcasts are downloaded. Uh, now, coming up on the show, we've got veteran sailor Peter Shipway. He's going to be talking all things Sydney to Hobart, um, mm. which all the salty dogs out there, you get ready. It's going to be a great chat. Uh, also, Australian and Sydney Sixers fast bowler Sean Abbott. He'll be joining us. And Shawnee Omerod from Sportsbet will have a market update. Uh, now... The NBL is absolutely flying. Yes. They've got a few new initiatives, and one of them is a game on Christmas Day, which Gibbo is going to. Yes. Yeah. Free With tickets. My ankle. With your ankle. Two of them. Two ankles. <laughs> two friends. It's it's two friends. Two friends, yeah. So I've got oh, three tickets. Look at you getting extra friends. <laughs> and we'll see how we go. Mate, it sounds great. It's it, Tickets are selling fast for Australia's first ever Christmas sporting contest when your Sydney Kings take on arch rivals Melbourne United from 6.30 p.m. on Christmas night at Kudos Bank Arena. <laughs> Sitting is, seating is limited for the clash. More than half the capacity sold already. Come and celebrate Christmas with the Kings. Tickets available from Ticketek for just $22 for adults and $48 for families. Gibbo, I reckon there might be a big jolly red man there. Man with the wears a red suit. I've heard a rumour. You reckon Santa? Santa. You know what the Kings yeah. should do? I'm just going to toss this up. Yeah, go what on. What if Santa plays for the Kings? Just like... Off the bench. I've heard he's got a seven yeah, My only concern there is conditioning. He's going to be tired. He'll have had a big, <laughs> big 24 hours leading up to the game. Yeah, true. He's um, he's fit though, Santa. He's fit. He's fit. And you know what? He carves up in that North Pole League. But I think that's because he's about three foot taller than everyone he plays against. Yeah, it's against. all elves, I think, in yeah, all the yeah. other teams. And he's missos. And he has been known. I reckon he plays at nine foot hoops too. Does he? Are they yeah, shorter up there? Cheap. Bloody Santa. All right, it's time to introduce our very first guest. Uh, What's oh, our first Sean? Oh, the first Sean of Summer Solstice yes, Eve. This very is exciting. so exciting. Now, it's ahead of this Christmas Day fixture, as we mentioned. Kings taking on the Melbourne uh, on Melbourne United, uh, and it's wonderful to welcome to the run home. Kings guard Sean Bruce. How are you, Sean? Doing great, fellas. How you doing? Really, really, really good. Sean, first of all, are you pumped to be playing Christmas on Christmas Day? Basketball on Christmas Day. Sorry, mate. Playing basketball. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, we are. We um, Obviously, it was a shock when we first found out and to get our heads around it with our families and all that kind of stuff. But we're usually playing on Boxing Day, so it's not too much of a change. But to think about it more and how big of a occasion it's going to be, not just for basketball and Australian sport, it's pretty exciting what's happening. And to be a part of it's really cool. That's exciting. Now, your uh, your traditional rivals, uh, Melbourne United, are coming up. How do you rate your chances against uh, against those guys? Yeah, no, we're feeling good. We've played them twice already and got a couple of good wins down there in Melbourne, but their first time coming up to Sydney, they're, they're playing a lot better than probably what we saw early in the year. They're going through some stuff, but they've started to settle down and play some good basketball, so it should be a great contest and... Yeah, we're all excited for it. Anytime we play 
Melbourne United, it's always a good one. So looking forward to it. Now, you guys have been outright leaders on the top of the ladder all year, but the breakers now, based on points difference, have jumped in front of you. Did you know that, Sean? Uh, yeah, I saw that just earlier today as well. I mean, we're on the same wins and losses and percentage comes into play. So, um, yeah, again, we see them a couple more times. So hopefully we can get another couple of wins on them and that stuff won't come into account come playoffs. So, yeah, yeah it's, right. I, I mean, guess good to be up there and to be in that spot this time of year. And because they've sort of come from the clouds this year, haven't they, the Breakers? Are they? Yeah, well, they... They had a couple of rough years. They obviously were on the road for the majority of the last two years through COVID. So um, they're back playing in front of their home fans. They've got a new coach and a lot of excitement around the place. And, yeah, they're doing really well. Yes, they've, they've come from the long white clouds. Oh, no, those it's the saying is the clouds. It means <laughs> yeah. you've had a couple of rough years. That's what I was saying. Right. Uh, <laughs> are they? Do you reckon they'll be back to be playing in front of their uh, home fans travelling across the Tasman? Because I... Um, and I'd be interested to see what the arrangements are for you guys. I caught a flight back from New Zealand a few years ago, uh, and I was uh, seated with a few of the Blake, Breakers players. They were going down to play Wollongong, and uh, they had to um, well, they had to sit in economy with me. Like, uh, but they're much much taller. They actually had to <laughs> trade seats so their centre could sit in an exit row. Do you guys get decent uh, decent seating when you fly, or is it uh, all just see how you go? Yeah, no, we're the same as them. We're flying economy still, um, I guess, like most sports are. But, yeah, definitely a few of the bigger boys are fighting for those exit rows. And Qantas are usually really good, and we can get them for the for the bigger guys. It's it's the smaller blokes like me that are that are stuck in the regular seats, but it's, it's all good for most of us. Now, while we're talking about big blokes, um, two of your owners, there's, a, there's a, a whole group of owners that own the Sydney Kings, are Luke Longley and Andrew Bogart. Two of the the world's largest human beings. Um, let me ask Massive, this: yeah. Who's the alpha dog when they're walking Ooh, around the Kings? Who's, who's in charge? Is it obviously Luke won three championships? How many did Andrew win? We win one with Golden State. Yeah, uh, I think he won one, maybe two. Um, but yeah, obviously both had great successful basketball careers. But I think our our majority owner, Paul Smith, is the alpha dog. Yeah, for sure. of he, um, <laughs> he walks around with his King Gong hats and his boxing robes and doing all the stuff. So you'd have to say Smithy's it. Fair enough. Now, I um, we've discovered a, a beautiful website called Swish, um, which uh, not spelt the same as the Swishes you, you knock down from beyond the arc. Um, but Swish, uh, where people can get their favourite athletes to send them personalised messages. Now, we had a look. I think you're undervalued on this site. You're charging 40 <laughs> bucks, Sean, um, which for me is, mate, that's that's an absolute bargain. Um, can we can we impose upon you for a, for a message? For sure, yeah. No, send one in and I'll get it done. No worries. Beautiful. We're just looking for something like, um, you know, when I listen to uh, SEN, I love Summer Drive because the hosts are way better than the regular drive hosts. Just something like that. Just something from the heart. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy done, mate. Sweet. If you um just log into Swish and, and buy it, it's for a great cause in Starlight and for charity. So we can get that done. No worries. You're a good man, Sean. Hey, uh, let's just quickly, before you go, I've got to talk to you about your buzzer beater against Illawarra, which uh, went viral, to say the least. Um, I believe that was your first career buzzer beater. And can you talk us through your celebration after you hit it? 
Um, yeah, so that kind of just come out in the moment. Um, Steph Curry is my favorite player, and um, yeah, if we're ever at practice, we win a shooting drill. If somebody's acting like a goose, it's usually me, and I do that at training a lot. So I don't know if because I've done that a bit this year since he started doing it, it was in my subconscious a little bit, but yeah, just something we had fun with with the boys and um, come out in the moment. Because to explain to people at home, it, it's like you it, you tilted your head like you're going to sleep. It's like you're putting them to sleep, right? Is that what it's what it is? That's it. Night, night, going uh, to bed. Uh, very good. All right, Sean. Well, we'll let you go, mate. Uh, you sound flat out there, to be honest. So we'll we'll, we'll let you we'll get, let you get on with your afternoon. Good luck in that uh, Christmas Day game. Gibbo will be at the game. Mm. So if you see a um, a guy with a basically hobbling around on one leg with a self uh, self addressed wound, uh, that'll be Gibbo. And uh, yeah, he's he's a big Kings fan, so. Uh, You'll recognise him, actually, from the submission on the uh, Swish request. So, <laughs> Thanks for joining awesome. us, Sean. Do easy, Beauty. fellas. See you, Have mates. a great one. Merry Christmas. You, you too. too, mate. Uh, now, just a reminder, tickets are selling fast for that uh, Christmas sporting contest between the Kings and arch rivals Melbourne United from 6.30pm on Christmas night. It's uh, just go to Ticket Tech, $22 for adults and $48 for families. Yes, Can buddy. I just say, the sleep celebration sounds like something he'd be way into. I, I, absolutely. Do you? How did you picture him? I like to picture our guest. I think he was lying on his couch then. Yeah. And I think you woke him up when you called him, Gibbo. Really? Did yeah. he sound like no. he was just waking up? I'm pumped for the Sydney Kings though, on Christmas <laughs> okay, Day. Sorry, mate. No, mate. Sorry. All right, you know, you are. Yeah. Okay. Mm. What will you do? Is is it a corporate box that SEN have or No, I think they're just gold, gold sort of tickets. So if you are if you are coming down on Christmas Day, but I'm sort of you know, so we've obviously got the traditional lunch and then into the afternoon. In the afternoon is where you go back to your own place and I reckon – can you turn up to the basketball having a few sherbets? Because I've never been to the basketball yeah, before. Yeah, absolutely. Can, are yeah. you allowed? Like, oh, a million percent. Like, like, they'll have sherbets on offer. Yeah, mate, the basketball, the last time I went, there is a bar at court level. Oh, is there? Yeah. Do they I, do I, the hot dogs there as well or is that baseball? Uh, they do hot dogs at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> do they? <laughs> they oh, do, they yeah. do hot dogs at basketball as well. Are you yeah. asking if there'll be food and drink? <laughs> Food and Bev, I believe yeah. there will be, yeah. Most, most professional sporting events, you can I buy you can, something to eat and have a drink. What about a great. Jumbotron? <laughs> yeah, no, there'll, there'll <laughs> there be will replays be, on a TV screen. Really? Absolutely, absolutely mate. The Lion will be there. The Sydney Lions yeah. Lion is the mascot. He, he has a lot of fun. Comes up, ruffles your hair. You know what, sits you know on what your lap. you're going to love, actually? And this is something basketball have that a lot of sports don't, is they'll have a big board that digitally lights up with the score. So oh. you know what's going on in the game. It's, it's called a scoreboard. A scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to it because I've never been, like I said, to a basketball game nor any other sort of American sports. And this is my first foray into that, and I am quite looking you forward to it. You told me you love Cornholan. No, I, is that an American sport? Yeah. I thought that came from Iceland. No, no, no. Cornhole is... Cornhole is yeah, yeah. from Amsterdam, mate. Oh, Amsterdam. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been there. I've seen it. But the Sydney Kings are doing really well. Had to head home because I was broke. Go. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, the Sydney Kings are doing well. But you're, you're a big hoops man. Yeah, bro. Swishes. And Loves. Do you want me to – there's some things you can call out. Okay, yeah. Oh, yes. Give me yeah, some yeah. – I'll write the – yeah. Post up. Post up Post is a up. good one. Yeah. Way to get it done on D. What Pick. about – what about the boards? <laughs> Something about the boards? boards. Yeah, 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 grab them boards. <laughs> not grab them boards. Not grab them boards. Hey, you grab them boards? No. Or? Just say, hey, I'm looking for a double-double. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me a triple-double. Make a triple-double. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say, Barney, 
played hockey growing up. That's all right. I mean, he's good at this, though. He's yeah, good yeah, at, I'm good. No, he's not, because everything he's saying is wrong. Anybody no, in not. the car I've right now... I've got post-up. Swish. Po- yeah, post-up's a thing. You post don't up. say... And you don't from Beyond it. the Arc. Oh, from you Beyond the Arc. I've you heard that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. and then... Well, Drive I get one into of those, the key. Will I get one of those fingers or those hands? Yes, yeah, you yeah. can get a finger hand. Yeah, sweet. Can I get three of them? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to have all three of them, though. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Where are you putting the third one? Kibo's <laughs> oh, a creative guy, right. mate. You put what it is on wrong the broken with you? Is, you know what the best thing about basketball is? It is a family atmosphere. Oh, I'm mm. ready to go. I'll not take like my this, brother. Not like these other sports you go to. <laughs> your brother. Yeah. He's take, no, I family mean, like, doesn't kids. mean get drunk with your siblings. <laughs> <laughs> family means take your kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no worries. So, where we. From from the ark was it? Yeah, from post beyond up. the ark. Nobody has ever arc. yelled yeah. out from beyond the ark. Hit him yeah. in the low post. You can say dr- uh, drain it. Drain it. Yeah. Drain yeah. it. Drain it. Well, I've heard that if before. You're in though. The, yeah. <laughs> that's good at the urinal too. Drain <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, mate. So I've heard yeah. that at the drain cricket. It, mate. Yeah. So look, I'm really looking forward to Christmas Day. People yell out, pop it like that. Yeah. Pop oh. it. <laughs> that means shoot. Uh, pick and roll. <laughs> yeah. Make the shot like that. Well, I've just got a glossary of terms now that I can use at the NBL. Defense. Boys, I reckon look out on TV for me because I'll. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I'm going to do, <laughs> but it oh, won't be a walkout. It won't be a walkout <laughs> of the 20th minute. Now, Gibbo, oh, can I just say Gibbo. the last function that was attached to Sen? Yeah. Mm. You didn't seem to care that it was a work function, and you just obliterated yourself. You're going on Sen's that... tickets. Please do not do the Guys, same. I just, I just want the listeners to know out there that this is all. This is all for show business. Obliterated. <laughs> this is all. This is all a laugh. I did not get obliterated. That is not the term that I would use. No. What would you use? I would use. I had a nice couple of drinks on a Thursday night with my. It was Thirsty Thursdays. I had a few drinks. I was in bed home by midnight, which is absolute. Perfect. Whose bed? Whose bed? Yeah. My bed upstairs. <laughs> it was next to the bathroom. Yeah. Mate, yeah. it was want and destruction. You what? I you know what there was innocent bystanders? I was there. I saw You were not an innocent bystander. You are definitely a no, bystander, no, but not I, innocent. I oh, Lundy's given us a term from downtown. From da- okay, That's so a good one. Write that down. From beyond the arc, from downtown. Nobody says from downtown. Well, I'm yeah. gonna yell it out and I'll, I'll work it. I'll you know, I'll workshop it throughout Pull the Pull down night. some boards. <laughs> That's not what they said at the uh, Melbourne yeah. Victory game. Polish the boards. <laughs> Polish, nobody's polishing boards. Yeah, they're polishing nobody boards. Nobody's pulling down boards. Go hard in the paint. No. Run Is the it, offense. If you're not happy yeah, with run, that, oh, run, run the, the offense. Run the offense. Uh, yeah. Shout timeout. Don't shout timeout. So should I watch confused. Like Mike or High School Musical or something just to get me? Because I really want to. I really want to. <laughs> Give up. When I like musical, to go, yes. watch the basketball. Watch, no, I'm saying it's before on, I ESPN. go. ESPN. Uh, Last Chance You, the new oh, series is that, basketball. Yeah. That's just dropped on Netflix. Have a look at that. Well, because, you know, I want to immerse myself in my surroundings when so I'm watch, there, so I don't look out of Don't watch place. High School Musical. Watch, yeah. watch Basketball. Basketball? It's on no. TV. Oh, that's a movie as well. Basketball <laughs> as well. That doesn't matter. Ba- baseball. Nah, basketball. Oh, basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, nah, that's Can we take a break? Sport. Can, is there a button here I can push? Yeah, come over <laughs> here. Quick. Just take a break because it, myself and all the other basketball fans out there are just getting sick of you two idiots. Where are they? Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Well, this afternoon it is uh, Professor and Barney and Gibbo, and we're having a wonderful afternoon. That was good chatting some hoops there with Sean Bruce from the Sydney Kings. Big thanks to him. 
Um, now, it's time to talk some Joga Benito, which, mm. uh, as you guys know, I am a big round ball fan. You are. Is this Waka Waka? Yes, here we go. This is it? Yeah. This is a South African song. What's it called? Gibbo? Gib- anyway, this is another World Cup song. Um, your secure crypto partner. Get in the game at kraken.com.au. We are still doing World Cup updates, even though uh, the World Cup is over. And, uh, you know, you've seen the celebrations of Buenos Aires. You've seen fans jumping off bridges trying to get onto team buses. I mean, it's absolute chaos there. I wish I was anywhere else. You know what? Yep. The thing is, is you've you got to expect this level of excitement when it coincides with Summer Solstice Eve. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so they're not there for the team. It's <laughs> Summer Solstice Eve. They were going to well, be there anyway. <laughs> is Argentina in the Southern Hemisphere? Yeah. That is? Yeah. Gibbo, you know your microphone's not down and people can't hear? There you go. Yes, mate. there you go. Yeah, you got to press good. the button as well. Uh, now, this story, uh, Barney, which you sent through to Gibbo and I, and mm. I would never have seen this story. It's not you really. You love it though. It's, uh, no, uh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that must have been you. No, it was a thumbs down from me. Uh, it says Topless Argentina fan breaks silence as she and fellow flasher dodge punishment in Qatar. Now, I mm. know you guys were very worried about this, an Argentinian fan who went viral when she was accidentally caught on camera. Bearing her breast at the World Cup final has been asked and unmasked as a glam globe-trotting model. Uh, you may have seen this uh, on the coverage um, uh, when they won. She took her top off her and another mm. model. Um, they sh- accidentally yeah. caught on camera is a that is a generous definition of accidentally. It is. So what's happened is these two girls uh, who are Instagram famous, which is the best type of famous, mm-hmm. have gone along to this game and they've painted Argentinian flags on their um, bosoms. And um, one of them is N- N- Noe, is it? N-O-E? No. How do you say her name? Noah. Noah. Now, she's, she's, people were worried because they got arrested because they flashed... They had yeah. the Argentinian flags. The police came in, the Qatari Qatar, police. Qatar is a very uh, conservative country. It is. You can't. Public nudity is not allowed. That's right. You can't be bearing your, your Almost anything. You can't. Uh, and so, but thankfully they got home safely. She said, Noir said mm. uh, the flag was dedicated to her friends and family. The flags on her breasts, who always support me with messages and words. you got to think at home there's their a pride. proud dad just going, <laughs> you know yeah, what? Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad. What, um, a, what a thoughtful daughter have I've you, raised. Have you ever drawn the Australian flag on your bits, Barney, and thought to to yeah. publicly have it at perhaps a game uh, to to show your pride and I guess your thanks to your family? I had a, I had a family reunion a little while ago. Yeah, and um, me, my brother, my cousin, a couple of the uncles, uh, all just painted. tradition. Yeah, just paint paint our uh, paint our areoli uh, with the family crest. Um, <laughs> And just whip it out for a photo. I think it's I think it's a beautiful sentiment. I, yeah. I hope that it happens more. To be honest, uh, now in an apparent dig at her critics, she added, "P.S. Whoever is world champion celebrates as they want," um, which mm. I guess is why, why the Qatari police let them go and why she's not doing twenty five years for. What do you, what do you reckon they have taken in for questioning? <laughs> what do you reckon those questions are? Like um, if you're a Qatari policeman or police officer, I, I'm not sure. What the the gender ratio is of police in Qatar, but you know Let's they've taken them in. They they they're obviously dedicated to uh, getting to the bottom of what's gone on. Um, you know, so you're in the you're in the cell. Um, you've got her there, and you go. I'm going to interrogate this lady, see if we can get the goods on her. 
What, what's your opening gamut? Are you playing good cop, bad cop? What's your approach there, Prof? Uh, I, I'd start with um, what's your handle on Instagram? <laughs> Asking okay. for a friend. Oh, so yeah, getting background. Yeah, yeah you're because trying to I gather, wanna, I'd like gather to research evidence. and see if this is the first time that this incident took place. Yep. Yeah, if she's thinking. a repeat offender, mm. yeah, well, the, she's doing antecedents. You want to know her mo? <laughs> yes, don't you? you yeah, you really want to get mo the, modus operandi. Yeah, you want to get to the head of your offender. Yeah, uh, mm. and then I'd be because it was two ladies. Yeah, I'd I'd also be questioning um, whether there was who who Do painted you, the breast. Are you separating who, them? I am separating them to get different stories. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're pointing fingers. Yep. Um, I'd probably... Are you trying to convince the other, the, the one that the other's turned on them? Like, she's in there singing like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Whose idea was this? Um, Why has that son got a smiley face? Because <laughs> the Argentinian that's true. Flag it's, has a smiley face. That's right. It lends itself to a, uh, she actually, to a chest yeah. uh, paint. She posted a picture of the... Um, flag getting painted onto her breast. Oh, who was it that uh, did it? It was a young Cole man. Fender. I don't know his name, but I know he was very happy. Yeah. Um, for a couple wow. for He's... both two reasons. Uh, smile on his face. Smile on the son's face. Yep. And um, uh, I don't know, mate. Risk first reward. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. They've got in that. They are now globally famous. Yes. But the risk is you then spend 25 years in a Qatari prison. Yeah. Are you doing it? Gibbo. You're a man that takes takes risks. You I've are learned a risk this taker. about you. You and you throw caution to the wind, yep. and you don't do think love, about tomorrow. Don't think about tomorrow. Love the wind and cautioning it. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, though, she's going to be now. She's now famous, insta famous. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's some. She's got millions of followers, and she's got a career after this. What but, is? What does she do now? Does she well, go, where do you go from this? Well, there's one site. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. It is a sort of text a in if you know which side he's talking about. It is a subscription service. Oh, Swish, Swish, Swish. Yes. So Swish. she could wish. So she could. I'm sure there's an Argentine version of Swish, and she could personalise message congratulating them. So obviously the Argentine football side won the World Cup, and everyone is happy about that. But maybe your local footy side, they can get a. They can get their their logo onto the body or something like that. So some sort of Swish in Argentina, I think. That's her next move. Back to you guys. Thank you, mate. That was so sweet. Passionate. Yeah, it's, this is. She should do OnlyFans. Oh, what's that? Uh, that's another site for football fans specifically. Yeah, well, it would mainly yeah. be football fans. But yeah. social media, though, I, I reckon it lends itself to people doing stuff like this. Like we've seen. Have you seen that cricketer guy Jarbo sixty nine, who walks in the full kit? He got onto Lords. He's done it a few times at different sports. Yeah, I he's think- annoying. I don't like him. Um, <laughs> and what about? But, but this, but she's not annoying. No, he's not annoying. Well, she doesn't pitch invade. She's just in the stands. That's that's the difference. The other thing is too. Like I feel, you know, who I feel sorry for in all of this is, um, well, and this happens sometimes to the second person in a in a partnership, right? There's two of them. These two ladies that yeah, have gone out and taken this name? risk. Well, this is what I'm wondering. Her name all... is uh, Milu Barbi. So why are we only? <laughs> M I L U B A R B I I E. Milubabi. Bubabwe. Yeah. Milubabwe. That's the one. As a sidekick, sometimes sidekick, um, you know, you're out there taking the same risks, you're bearing the same bits, and then Noe's getting all the. Uh... You know what it is? It's because of our relationship. <laughs> and you sometimes feel like you don't get. <laughs> I think just Noe's getting all the professor you, love. You see that Noe is the professor and Milubabi. Yeah. It's just out there. It's she's, the she's whipped him out as well. She's getting none of the love. And hey, I'm the painter. I'm just the... Just know, the dirtbag 
Horny dog painter. I get it. In the corner of the room. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like a leading keeper with Kraken, your crypto is in good hands. Kraken.com. That was our best World Cup update yet. And Kraken will be happy with that one. Yes, you are on the run home with Professor and Barney this afternoon. And we are celebrating summer solstice eve. We're having a mm. wonderful time here. Uh, it is, we are talking to uh, many Sean's this afternoon. Coming up on the show, you've got Sean Abbott from the Sydney Sixers and Shawnee Olmerod from Sportsbet. Um, if you'd like to get involved in the show at any time, one 1170 or text us on 0457-736-736. Now, Barney, on Boxing Day, traditionally, we're all a bit uh, dusty from Christmas Day, but there's two things that we watch. There are two things. What we are the two them. things that you watch? I watch, uh, well, uh, start with some Bluey episodes. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it is the Boxing Day test yes. and, of course, yes. the start to the Sydney to Hobart. That's right. Everybody loves to see the start. It is the Rolex Sydney Hobart Yacht Race setting sail live and free this Boxing Day on 7 Mate and 7 Plus. And I'm very excited to introduce our next guest, only the second sailing guest of the year for the run home. That is a disgrace for the run home. Absolutely. With 31 Sydney to Hobart Yacht Races under his belt and two overall victories Five line honour wins. It is Peter Shipway. Are you there, Peter? I am. Good afternoon, guys. I feel very honoured if I'm only the second guy, I must say. Well, we've we've been building up to this all year, but we save our big guests for our Summer Solstice Eve show. Uh, now, right, okay. Peter, obviously uh, the professor and I, we're mad salty dogs. Um, but a lot of our listeners not as familiar with uh, the art of sailing, and it is an art, um, so just, we're going to throw some basic questions at you about the, uh, about the Sydney to Hobart. We obviously know the answers, but, uh, feel free to inform our listeners. First off, what are we looking at in terms of, uh, how many crews are going to be setting sail this Boxing Day? Well, the race starts in Sydney Harbour at one o'clock and there'll be 110 yachts at this stage that will cross the starting line and, uh, the weather looks as though it's going to be pretty kind for the first uh, fair bit of the race. East and northeasterly breezes of probably 12 to 15 knots, but uh, that's the early forecast. But things could change. But I, I think the weather models look as though they're all pretty aligned. So it's uh, it's going to be a, a pretty nice day on the harbour, I think, for the fleet to, to get underway. Now, Peter, for those bigger boats, the ones that we all know, the, the Comanches and the uh, Wild Oats and stuff, how many crew members are we looking at working hand-in-hand hand on there? Um, they vary a little, but around about 20 to 22 on, on those boats. I think Andrew Comanche is probably going with 24. Uh, Wild Oats will probably be round about the 18 to 20 mark and Law Connect and Blackjack, similar. So they're the four big ones and uh, 20 plus crew and uh, they've all got plenty of work to do because they're big, heavy, dangerous machines. Yeah, we, we do see sometimes there's a few uh, names that'll be be on some of these uh, some of these vessels for the Sydney to Hobart. Be honest, of those twenty, how many are just dead weight, like celebrities trying to get their names on TV? <laughs> well, not many this year, I don't think. I mean, in previous years, um, the boat uh, Perpetual Loyal, that's now called Law Connect, that used to take a, a number of personalities. I think Michael Clark, the cricketer, went. Um, uh, one of the uh, Aaron, Aaron Mullen. Aaron Mullen, yeah. Aaron did it mm. one year. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, another one of the cricketers went, and I think Kirtley Beale, the rugby international, I think he actually went. 
So I don't think that that's happening this year. All these top boats have got top crews. There's certainly not any dead weight amongst them. All right. We'll believe you. Hey, Peter, <laughs> you've done 31 sitting to Hobart's. Be honest, out of those 31, have you ever overindulged on Christmas Day and then sort of got out past the heads on, on <laughs> Boxing Day and thought, geez, I should have gone easier yesterday? Only once. And I do remember that I was going on a rather older boat, I thought a more comfortable boat. Um, and previously I've given the, the uh, festivities a wide berth. But this day I thought the film cast looks pretty good and, of course, the inevitable happened. We got a southerly 24 hours into the race and a little bit queasy. I wasn't sick, but I did regret the uh, additional red wine on, on uh, Christmas Day. But, no, look... I think most of the crews take it pretty easy uh, on the day because certainly alcohol and uh, the ocean don't mix. You can save the alcohol up for Hobart Town, but uh, at the moment I think most of the crews would take it pretty easy in the lead-up to the race. So what one thing that's always uh, fascinated me about is the, the feelings once you get to Constitution Dock in, uh, in Hobart. How is that party once uh, a few or the, the bulk of the fleet have arrived? Well, it's very unique in, in ocean racing. I mean, the reception you receive, whether you're first or last into Hobart, is absolutely phenomenal. People come down at all hours of the day and night, and, you know, boats finishing at 2 or 3 in the morning, there's, there's five or 600 people there to welcome them home. They get the boat tied up, and the pubs don't get closed, so you just go up to the pub, and it's already rocking and rolling. Uh, even for the first boats get in, and they make it rock and roll, and then the rest of the fleet come in, and... It keeps rocking and rolling. It's a, it's a terrific scene down there over about three or four days because the maxi boats, these big 100-footers, they're going to be in, in in less than two days and the smaller boats are going to be five or six days. So it's a long party. I can imagine. Do, so five or six days, how does the sleeping work? Are you rotating or do people just yeah. not sleep? Or no, no. It takes probably 24 hours to get into a good rhythm, I think. But then you, you're, you're broken down into watches or shifts, as it is. Um, smaller boats probably just have two watches, you know, maybe three hours on during the night and four hours on and four hours off during the day. The bigger boats, they break their watches down perhaps in, in groups of three. So you might have three, one watch up, one watch on standby and one watch sleeping. But you, you probably get three to four hours is the maximum you'd get, but it's you'd never get that in total because you're taking your wet weather gear off and then there might be sail changes or cooking to do and, and to have your meals. So you, you'd be lucky to get a, a good two hours straight. Um, again, it depends on the conditions. Of course, if it's rough, tough and a lot of sail changes, it, it's really strenuous. But if you get a nice nor'easter and sliding along without many sail changes, you can settle down into a nice rhythm and, and have a good sleep. With the uh, with the conditions, you said we're expecting good weather for the first uh, part at least of the race. Of the 110 yachts uh, setting sail, and uh, I get to say that and it actually makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, no, that's good. No, that's good terminology. Like <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Look, look at me. Uh, you like the cut of my jib, I guess. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I've got heaps of nautical terms, but how many how many are we likely to see actually make it all the way to Constitution Dock of the 110? Well, the, the attrition rate is very dependent on the weather. I mean, if you get a good easy race, I mean, you probably get 90% of the fleet would get there. And then if you get a disastrous race or a tough race, like uh, sadly we had in 1998, I mean, um, less than 50% of, of the fleet made it. Normally the attrition is probably 10% don't get there for whatever reason. 
Um, it can get tough, you know, obviously Bass Strait's tough, the east coast of Tassie can be tough. Um, but I think this year, the majority of the fleet will get fairly well south before any southerly should come in, and that'll probably only affect the middle to smaller boats. So there'll be a bit of attrition there, but I think most of the big boats should get home pretty unscathed. Now, how do, how do people get involved? See, we've got Gibbo in here in the uh, studio with us, and he's he fancies himself as a cabin boy um, and wants to get a run on on maybe not one of the, the maxis, but something uh, something comfortable. How, how do people get involved in the Sydney to Hobart? What, as a cabin boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. Cabin boy, I'll take cabin boy, whatever. I I, I, Midshipman. I don't think I'll go there. I, I don't think I'll go there. But uh, to answer your question... Well, look, a lot of a lot of people started at a very young age sailing skiffs that I did, you know, small boats, and then you graduate into yachts. Um, you've got to do the hard yards. You've, you've got to do all the preparation. You just can't walk down the box on uh, around the dock on Boxing Day with your bag over your shoulder and say, "Well, here I am. I want to go for a sail." Well, it's like any sport. You've, you've got to do the training, and the training really takes place twelve months out. You know, you do all the races out of your home port and do some testing in the ocean. Um, and make sure you're compatible with the crew and the crew are compatible with you. And uh, there's a fair build-up. I mean, if you're a rock star, an international yachtsman, these guys can write their own ticket. They go from one regatta to another. But if you're just a, you know, a normal cabin boy, you've got to do the hard yards. I tell you, that wouldn't be a bad life, would it? Just travelling around going regatta. Is that what you used to do? Peter, did you used to go regatta to oh, regatta? I did, a, did a, I did a bit of it. I was never oh, never of the, the, the higher quality that you see these guys today. I mean, they're, they're real rock stars. That, you know, one minute they're doing America's Cup, then they're doing around-the-world races, then they're overdoing the Fastnet race in England, and then they're overdoing the Hobart race, and then they shoot off to America. So, you know, it's a profession for a lot of these guys now, and like a lot of sports, it's become a lot more professionalised at the top level. Um, but there's still, you know, there's only that's only 10% of the fleet. The rest of the crews out there are just average day-to-day sailors who just get along for enjoying the sailing, want to do well, and they've got boats that do well. Um, and that's the majority of the fleet. It's the, uh, the rock stars at the top end, um, the, they, they write their own ticket, really, and go from one boat to another, whereas a lot of the crews are a long-time crews and have raced together and raced on the same boat over many years. Well, Peter... Uh, before you go, we'd like to just get a little tip from you. Who is going to get Lion Honours on the day? I know you probably you expected this. Do you want to toss someone yeah. up? Well, I, I would think at the moment I, I'm going to go for Andrew Comanche to win Lion Honours. Um, a little bit early to give you whether she will break the race record. I think she could be close, but, you know, we're still five days away from the start. So it's, it's the weather... Um, it's too early, really, to forecast what's going to happen in that second half of the race. But I think Andu Comanche for mine on line honours, and then a boat called Caro, C-A-R-O, for overall handicap honours. But I'll put a rider on that. It's five days out from the start, so I don't really know the weather. But if, at the moment, they are my two picks. Okay. All right. You heard him, Barney. Andu Comanche is a lock. Yes. Don't worry about the weather. Don't worry about the weather. Put your house on it. All right. <laughs> Peter, thank you well, for give, joining us. All right. Well, give, give my regards to the cabin boy as well. <laughs> we'll we, do. We, we'll do. Gibbo, Peter's saying. Regards. Regards. I'll see, you, I'll see you on game day. <laughs>
I think. Yes, so to speak. Right, happy Christmas, guys. <laughs> you too, you too Peter. 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 Is it game day? I think it might be sailing day. Sail day. Yeah. See you, sailing see you day. cannon time. Well, we, I feel like he was going to say a joke about cabin boys. Do we, what, what was he talking about? Uh, cabin boys traditionally on boats. Uh, you know what? Take a break and I'll, uh, I'll tell you in the break. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Well, it's the Professor and Barney this afternoon. Barney, you got a couple of text messages you want to go through there, mate? Yeah, the text line 0457-736-736. Lighting up with, uh, off the back of our chat with Peter Shipway. Uh, Hector says, do you think Peter Shipway would have got into sailing if his name was Peter Batway, Carway or Racketway? Um, oh, Definitely not. No, no way. No, it's no. the only reason no you way. do it. <laughs> yeah. That's why you go to bars. Yeah, exactly. It's Barnett. Get it? Mm. Uh, Deserve Rooster- more. <laughs> Rooster- well, I said no way. <laughs> Rooster Man says, Gibbo, uh, you need below deck, champ. Forget Sydney to Melbourne. You would do well as a cabin boy on below deck, just quietly. Uh, Jesus, calm down with the nautical terminology, Barney. Old, old mate will end up with semen on the pool deck. All the other sailors coming around to listen to the yeah, chat. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Take a break, Gib. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Well, it's the run home with the Professor and Barney this afternoon. Gibbo, you want to do a bit of a mid-show analysis? Just tell us how we're going. Well, you? last year we used to do uh, summer drive, no, quarter to year, five. No, I miss Max Rushton. He was I the do best. miss Max Rushton. He well, was he the best. Well, he didn't want to come back, did he? No, he did. I'm not sure why. I don't think it was because of me or my foot or my ankle. But um, look, I just want to ask you guys how you thought this hour went because I've been talking to head office, not really? very pleased with this hour. How did you guys think it went, though? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the, no, I thought the, it was great as well. The Peter Chipway chat was good. I yeah. thought the um, assuring everybody that the Argentinian fans were safe and well in Argentina was important. Yep. Yep. Um, Sydney Kings pumped for that Christmas Day match. So well, Sean Bruce, as we learned. Yeah, the excitement was palpable. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the hoops chat until I realised that you two were taking the piss. No, no, no. Well, I wasn't. Barney, we, were you? No, I wasn't taking the piss. <laughs> oh, oh, look, mate. I've got post up from the Beyond the Arc from downtown. Get hot dog. Get one of those hand pointy thingies and have... Lots of lots of fun. Hey, uh, we, it's just it's just texters just come in on the yeah. text line. Hey guys, did you picture the day before summer solstice? Well, I always picture the day before summer solstice. It's summer solstice eve. That you would be talking to semen and portable toilets. Also, ask Gibbo where my hose from two years ago is. Very funny story. Uh, didn't You've give us a name. Going around and chopping people's hoses again, Gibbo. Eh? <laughs> What no, you do not since for? I got caught that last time, <laughs> Rochi, around your place. And I don't know why Mate, it was already so short. Well, why do you have to chop it in the middle of the hose? Why can't you take the nozzle off? Why do all you and your people? Yeah. You know, why do you chop it in the middle it's of the wasteful. hose? It's wasteful. Well, because we want to see the world burn. And when you do roll around in a Rolls Royce like you... want to you, see something burn. <laughs> and by the way, if you leave another Orchie bottle in my front yard... We've moved on to Gatorade bottles. Sick of it. 